Hey you. Yeah, you. The one trying to make a video game. I've got someone here that can help you, and that someone is Intel, which is not a someone, it's a company. But this company, they are going to help you as if they were a somebody and a someone and also a something. Check out software.intel.com slash gamedev to find out how Intel is making sure all the innovation in gaming continues to happen on the PC as part of the Intel Game Dev program. Again, that URL is software.intel.com slash gamedev. Sign up and start something new. Let's do this. This is the Games Beat Designs Podcast, the podcast where we decide everything about the world of video gaming so you don't have to think for yourself. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me is nobody. Uh, this is going to be a quick and different episode this week and just this week because uh, next week we are getting into Game of the Year and so we're still we're still working on that. I'm doing a lot of editing uh, for both the video version and the audio version and getting photoshops done and actually writing up the articles. It's a lot of work, people. Uh, so I hope you guys tune in for that stuff. Uh, we're pretty pretty happy with what we have. Um, but in the meantime, uh, what I wanted to do is give you this episode, which is going to be me interviewing interviewing Player Unknown himself, Brendan Green, the creative director on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Um, his game uh, and the game of the PUBG Corporation, the developer that he works at. Uh, just released this game, which is a weird thing to say, uh, as I've played 400 hours of it. Um, he, they just released it into 1.0 on PC, on Steam. Uh, so the game is out and finished, right? Well, of course not. I, it's, a, it's a service game. It's going to live on forever. Uh, Brendan, in the interview, will explain this is just the beginning. Uh, but he also explains kind of what their goals were and what their thinking was to get to 1.0. Uh, so that conversation is going to come up here in just a second. Before we get to there, I just wanted to give you guys a few housekeeping items. Um, if you like this uh, like this uh, audio version, you can get a video version on YouTube and Facebook. If you're watching that version, there's an audio version where you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere where pods are caught. Um, you can also email the podcast at gamespluspodcast at venturebeat.com. That's the plus sign in there. Or you can get us on Twitter, at GBDecides or at GamesBeat. Uh, or just at Jeff Grubb or at Mike Minotti or, I'm sorry, at Tokoto uh, to really get a hold of us and let us know what we get wrong. Um, yeah, I, there's not much else to say. I think we could probably just hop right into the interview. Um, and again, we'll be back next week with more uh, all kinds of Game of the Year episodes, one per day, all next week, starting on Christmas Day. So there's your present from Games Beat Decides to you. Enjoy it. In the meantime... Here is Brendan Green. It's just kind of, you know, it's like a milestone. It's just like, yeah, okay, we got there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's still it's still meaningful to you. I mean, I remember like early on, everyone would always quote you saying, mm. "Oh, we're we're definitely going to release this game this year." Uh, as as the year went on, though, that that milestone still had held the same amount of meaning to you. Oh no! I mean, we internally, like I, I knew the plan internally. I, I, I saw the roadmap we had, and I, I was confident. You know, my 
the OCH said, we will release this year, and, and we release this year. <laughs> you know, it's as simple as that. And he said it, and I was like, okay, you know, this is a milestone for us. This is not the end of development. You know, over the next year, we want to really spend, you know, polishing the systems, you know, look at how we can improve, you know, character movement, how we can improve, you know, weather effects and, and terrains and, you know, and add new assets and terrains to the game to, to really round it out. But really, we feel 1.0, we're kind of getting to feature complete. We're like, we've got everything we said we want into the game, and now we get a chance to round it out and polish it off. So were you, were you guys getting to a point where you're like, okay, we got, we know we have 1.0 coming up at the end of this year, like that's our goal. Uh, some of these things that we're working on, like improved UI elements, for example, uh, you know, we could push those mm -hmm. out now, or we we could just keep working on them, keep working on them, keep working on them, and save them for the big 1.0 update. Uh, was that ever a decision uh, or a conscious thing that you guys decided? Well, no, I mean, internally we had two builds. We had the, the 1.0 build, which was on Unreal 4.16, and we had the the build that was on Live, which is Unreal 4.14, and, and just pushing the 4.16 oh. builds, which everyone internally was working on, um, to Live wasn't possible because of the crashes and because of the instability we had at the start. So, you know, um, that was the issue, you know. And, you know, uh, using Unreal is great, but, you know, doing engine upgrades for us takes... You know, two months, three months to to really go through, and and that's why we've had the test server because it's running on a completely different build of Unreal. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, so that that's been where most of the work's been going into. You guys have had all these things, uh, all these updates, but they've been going towards a version of the of the game that just wasn't stable, uh, as opposed to the older version, which was, but wasn't worth putting all this work into. Is, is that the difference? That's exactly it. I mean, we had, you know, the live version, which was, is relatively stable. You know, it doesn't crash. Right. You know, it's it's it's, it's lacking features, obviously, but it's, it's, it's stable, you know. And when you have a CCU of nearly, well, over 3 million now, you know, you have to think of that the, the game on live has to be stable. You know, it's a live service. So, you know, while the test server is great and it runs fantastically well, it hadn't always, and pushing that build to live just wasn't possible. So internally, you know, we're still growing as a team, and we just moved into new offices in Seoul, and they're they're fantastic. You know, <laughs> we have a proper big team now, and now we're kind of moving into that thing of maintaining the service and and polishing. And and for us, it's always been about upgrading. It's just keep moving forward and keep upgrading the game as we move forward. Uh, yeah. So yeah, having that big proper team, I mean, does that solve a lot of the problems? Like, is it a matter of like just throwing more people at stuff so that you're able to get no. a 1.0 version of this game finished? It's not, yeah, I wouldn't think so. Like, what are the other challenges there? Oh no, for us it was really just you know um, getting all the features we wanted into that build, and that was like you know the 3D replay system and you know the the kill cam and uh, you know all these kind of subsystems that we said we want and then features we want to the game and now they're kind of in we released the 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 3d replay system uh or like our demo system i guess uh, the last test server update and it's great because it, uh, people get to see what we're trying to do and you know with that system it allows people to create little machinimas and, and interesting stories based on on their rounds and 
you know, that's what we want to do. We want to kind of give people a platform to play not only like great Battle Royale style games, but also to make great content on them. And, you know, now that that's finally in, you know, I really feel 1.0 is kind of that sort of, okay, listen, now this is, this is what we worked on, this is what we really give you. Like, and I watch this kind of polish it and upgrade it over the couple of years. Excellent. Um, so, I mean, you said this is just a milestone. You have other plans go- going forward. Of course, this is a, a living game. Uh, yeah. What happens now, though? Like, on December 21st, you guys are going to maybe take some time off, or, or what happens? Oh, <laughs> what is time off? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, like, we just, we, we have, as you say, a living game here. You know, this is games of service, and and we have a lot of work to do, you know, we have a lot of polish to have, we have a lot of updates to bring and, you know, with going forward, you know, new maps and new assets and new weapons and, and all that still needs to be worked on. So for us, you know, there's no time off really. It's just we're all working on this. And, you know, like any company, you have your, your, your time off every year. You know, no one goes and goes crazy and like disappears for half a year. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's where we're very kind of, getting into a very good place as a company now, you know, as now as PUBG were, you know, or the PUBG Corporation, we're, we're very much hitting our stride. And it, it'll take us a little bit longer as we open more offices around the world. But really, I feel like we're in a really good place right now. So it makes me happy. And and, and in terms of uh, maybe the new map, I just, I just got a couple more questions about that. Uh, the, the new map, it seems hmm. like it's really well thought out it seems like it's it's better optimized uh what was the process of designing and, and creating that like what were you guys thinking about maybe where the the original map uh you know how it worked and in ways where it where it failed or whatever was that a conversation you were having oh for sure i mean we did a lot of of uh, looking back and, and um research into to what we you know, how people played on Erangel. And, and that, of course, informed our, our map design on uh, on Miramar. But we, we have two great teams, you know, both in Madison and, and back home in Korea. And the two of them work really well together. And, you know, they sync up and, you know, they're just, they get to, like, learn from each other. Because some of the guys in, in Madison, they're, they're ex-Call of Duty. They, they very much, you know, they, they, they have that knowledge of creating these kind of PvP uh, style areas and um, you know the team in Korea are they're just great artists you know they they really you know we get a lot of slack online about you know that we just you know reuse assets and we really don't you know yes we get of course some props and stuff from the marketplace that's what it exists for mm-hmm, you know right, but totally. a lot of our assets you know they're hand built by the team in Korea especially our textures and you know our 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 trees, especially like our artists, go through and look at, at books from that region to see what trees are indigenous to that region. So you know they can go and and create or find trees that. And you know it's the same with Erangel. We want to go back and you know upgrade and and add and, and make it you know all our own. We just haven't had time. You know we've been on a pretty tight time frame, and, and to get a game out to one point in that time frame, you have to. You know, you have to use the resources that are available to, to game designers. And, and do you do you bounce back and forth? Like, uh, is it okay? So we're working on the, the you know the desert map, Miramar, and here's how we're improving it over the last one because we've learned so much. Here's what everyone learned. We're going to talk about that uh, now. Let's go back and put pour that into Erangel. Or does most of that get paid forward towards okay? There's 
eventually down the road going to be a third map and we should start thinking about where how, how we should change it for that uh do you have to balance that or is it maybe all of the above no it's kind of all of the above you know the, the guys in their either spare time or you know when they've got some downtime they they do some work on either future maps or concepts for ideas they've had you know the team is because we have a very horizontal structure internally you know, anyone can kind of take lead on something and kind of go, listen, I want to do something like this. And they bring concepts to the team and the team saying, okay, this is great. Let's do it. You know, we go and do it. And, you know, it is that kind of very horizontal feeling that everyone feels that they have a voice. And mm -hmm. it, it means the dev team, you know, they really, they feel they've got like their input into the game and, and their kind of, their, their passion is quite high for doing it. So, you know, with future maps and current maps, you've got people going, well, listen, let me take this area on Erangel and do something like we have. We just added a forest with kind of a, a swamp in the center over by the mansion. And, you know, it was, again, it was someone going, okay, I can make this area more beautiful and more pretty. And, you know, we want to do that. And that's why we say, like, this is a marathon for us because we want to do this over the next five, ten years of, right. you know, new maps, but also going back and looking at old maps and going, how can we make this better? How can we make this play better? How can we make this look better? And, and that's why I, like, I love this team, because there's that continuing sense of let's make it better, let's make it look better or play better or, or run better. Yeah, I, 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 I like that, and I bring that up because I, I think of um, going from Erangel uh, to, to Miramar, uh, the, there's a plane crash in both, and then the first map, the plane crash is, is anticlimactic, there's not a lot to do there, there's not a lot of reason to, to go there or hang around there. And then the plane crash in yeah. Miramar, it tells like a whole story and there's all kinds of, like it destroys a whole neighborhood. And if you go there, you're probably going to, you'll definitely get in a fight because other people are going to want to land there because it's so interesting and there's weapons everywhere. Oh yeah. It's, it, it's, it just seems like there's a direct lineage of learning from like, okay, this, this plane crash we did was just sort of, we threw it in there and it doesn't, there's no reason for it to be there in terms of gameplay or storytelling or anything. Well, there, you say there's no reason. Uh, there may indeed be a reason because in the original <laughs> Battle Royale mod, the um, oh one second, and the original Battle Royale mod, the AI programming would someone sometimes just crash the plane into the ground. <laughs> okay, so I know yes. this round, I've had it. I like to think he just had enough of the lobby and just went, <laughs> no, no, this time you're all dying, and he would just crash into the ground and everyone would just be, you okay, know, ejected uh, in the same area. So. They put it into Erangel, and there's been a lot of things in this game that kind of have been put in coincidentally, um, or put in just for being put in, and they've coincidentally ended up being sort of stories like this that it relates to something back in the mod. Okay, that's okay. That actually makes a ton more sense. That's really cool. I, either way, though, it's like, and then in the new map, it's just, I don't know, it just seems like all those elements that are in there, just they're, they're bigger, and, and not just in terms of size or, or scale. They're bigger in, in the way that they force players to interact with the world or with each other. Uh, yeah, it, it just seems like a ton of work. Oh, they've done that yeah, they've done a great job. Like our, our, our director, Tessok, he, he's just, you know, he spends day, hours you know, every day, you know, just going over everything and really trying to give it like the best look and feel for what we can do at the time. And, and he's led sort of our art team between our both offices and, you know, I feel very lucky to be able to work with him because he has that passion for really making it as best as he can. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't think I have any other uh, specific questions, but I wonder if there's anything that 
you know, as you guys approach this 1.0 release, if there's something you wanted to touch on that we didn't talk about, I'd love to hear it. I mean, again, it's just for, for me, it's this is 1.0 is a milestone for us. It's not the end of development. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to continually upgrade and improve the game over the coming years, you know, and that's what like our main message to everyone uh, is, you know, is that this is not it for us. You know, we now have a good team and we have uh, a good, yeah, a good team in place to really work with the community to polish this game and really to give them kind of, you know, really polish 3D, like the 3D replay system. I'm really excited for what we can do with that. You know, letting people create their own movies using, you know, our game as a platform, you know, I think it's going to open up all kinds of doors. So Mm -hmm. really giving us time to polish those systems and polish the gameplay you know, uh, yeah, I can't wait for next year. Uh, <laughs> we have so much more to do. Yeah, I, I guess one last thing. I mean, where what is the state of dealing with cheating? Oh, man, it's an ongoing battle. Um, right. We're really, you know, working hard with some uh, companies and our partners to really come up with ways to track them down a lot quicker. And, you know, we have a great anti-cheat team, and I see a big board of numbers every time I go back to Korea. And, you know, they're really getting it under control. Um, it, it's still going to take us some time, but, you know, it, it's it's just the systems we need to deal with the, the level that we're seeing is it just takes time to build these systems, you right. know, and, and with an expanding team, you can't just throw people at it. You know, it's like we have tried throwing boxes of money at the problems, but it doesn't solve anything. Um, you know, it, it's, it takes time to fix this and it takes time to, to build, you know, statistical models for what cheaters look like and, you know, we have implemented some stuff, and we rarely talk about what we actually put into the game, obviously. But, uh, you know, we really, this is an ongoing battle for us and something, you know, we're not going to stop. You know, we want to give people a, a good and fair platform to play on. Sounds good. Uh, Brenda, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. I'm, I really appreciate it. Oh, no, it was a pleasure again. Absolutely. Uh, good talking to you, Luz.